at my old job, when I worked at the school system, the we actually had mental health days oh that we could gosh. use. So we got like, you know, it was one of those things like we accumulated the hours. Mm-hmm. So like eventually you could have like up to like seven days, I think it was, of mental yeah. health days. Dude, that's that's awesome. Which was pretty awesome. I Yeah, I, I loved it. I, I thought it was really great and very considerate that they, which I mean, we were all therapists, so it makes sense that they would think of that kind of thing. Yeah, I so at my last job that I uh, um, am no longer at, uh, <laughs> I took one of my PTO days it wasn't designated like officially as a mental health day but i told my boss that's what i was doing i was like i'm not going anywhere i'm not doing anything i just need a day to not go anywhere and not do anything and she was like we've never had someone do that before i don't i don't like yes you yes you can do that that's not a that's not the question the question is just like is this a, is this us is this a, a an in office culture we need to fix and i was like no i'm just real messed up which she didn't <laughs> I just, appreciate i just got some i just got some real problems going on yeah yeah, she was she was not super thrilled to hear that, but I gosh, my old bosses were amazing people. Well, being open and are, honest, so. you know, people people will they respect that. Yeah. Yeah, but uh so how was your uh Thanksgiving? I know you you didn't travel nearly as far as I did. Um <laughs> but great. you did have to do a little bit of traveling. I did. Um, I drove over to see my folks in Knoxville. Um, it was actually the the whole bit of us, except for my wife. Um, she had to work Wednesday, and I drove over just about first thing Wednesday to get over there and actually have you know a, a full amount of time and not feel rushed. So I was there. My older sister and her family live in Knoxville, close to my parents or close to our parents, I suppose. Um, and our younger sister flew in from New Mexico for for the holiday, and I think she had some work stuff over there this week. So it was it was nice. I had some I had good conversations. So that's Very what nice. family has become about as I've aged. Yeah. As they do. As they do. Yeah. Well great. And you had a bit more of a haul. I did much more of a haul. Yeah. Um I, I did go to Knoxville and then I just kept going. <laughs> So I had to pass through Knoxville to get to, we had to go, we went up to Pennsylvania, uh, the Wilkes-Barre area, uh, if anybody's familiar with that. And, um, they have, a, they have a minor league hockey team there. Yeah. Um, not too far outside of Scranton. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, Dunder Mifflin. Where, I said, where have I, where have I heard of Scranton before? I think. Yeah. Uh, just a little rings a bell. popular comedy. Yeah. You may have seen it. Documentary. Mockumentary. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we <clears throat> going up there, that was hard, uh, very hard actually, because, um, we got halfway through Virginia and a tractor trailer truck had flipped what? and was laying across the interstate. And That's... so we had to take a very long detour. And so we didn't get there until like six or six thirty that night. Um, when were you supposed to have been there? Like lunch? We were supposed to, so we left at three in the morning and we were supposed to get there like around four or four thirty. I don't like that. So at all. it was awful. Now on yeah. the way back, I gunned it and I got it. We pulled in the driveway at exactly 12 hours. So golly. Yeah. So we made it home and plenty of time to relax and just be at home. So we were gone for a week. Okay. So that that made it a little easier. Yeah. Con- context helps that a little bit because I'm thinking like, so I drove like conservatively, right? Let's call it under three hours. It's usually somewhere between like 245, three to get to where I need to get to in Knoxville. And I was like, I stayed there for, I got there early Wednesday. I left early Friday. Also side note, Jay, I don't know um, when you all were driving, but if you ever need to hit like kind of rural areas of the interstate, the morning of Black Friday is beautiful. <laughs> really? Because everybody's out like if, if you're out on Black Friday, you're typically not doing any sort of distance driving. That's you're true. Shopping or you're right. staying through the weekend. So for me, driving back that day, I was like, "Man, this is this is not that bad." I didn't stop at the Buckies though. Oh dear, the Buckies. I have a hate hate relationship with Buckies. <laughs> okay there's, then. There's um, no love for that. There's no love. Okay, here's something you should have love for. Again, not a sponsor, but if you were to, you know, have your people talk to our people. Um, how do you feel about chicken strips? Um, I, I dig chicken strips. Okay. Did you see driving on 40 that there's a Raisin Cane's in Cookville? I, I did not see that. Oh my gosh, dude. It's the closest Raisin Cane's to me because I have checked the map and I've thought about it. I'm not that far from Cookville, so it's like, I could totally do that. It's like an hour from me and I'm like, yeah, that's probably worth it. Simple, nice. simple menu because what they do, they do very well. That's it's yeah. It's all you need. It's delicious. So mm. again, Raisin Cane's not a sponsor, but you know, if you were to be food, 
right? John and I know food. Big fans. <laughs> Big fans of food. Speaking of something delicious, this episode... My name is Maximus Decimus Meridius. No, I am the father. Bond. James Bond. is going to be quite scrumptious sponsored we, by carbs we we reviewed we are reviewing today and or uh a star wars series on disney plus and um i know john struggled with the uh show so I, that will probably be to go, his review i'm gonna have to go on the record as soon as we get going so i think you'll be very excited for that yeah so but... we will we'll hop into that are we hopping straight into that, or are we... Well, let's, uh, I guess we'll first mention um, today was, was it today or yesterday? Yesterday. The release of uh, the Super Mario Brothers trailer. We finally it was got a full look at the Super Mario Brothers movie starring Chris Pratt as Mario. Uh, John, I really want to hear your thoughts on this. I... In in the effort to give it the most chance to not hate it, I didn't watch the teaser, and I'll be, like the full trailer wasn't really on my radar that much. Like looking through my Twitter feed to try, like I know it was there yesterday, but there was one, there was something that was on my feed a little bit more, and you'll think it's hilarious the fact that it's one a movie and two a true story. <laughs> Are you familiar with Cocaine Bear? <laughs> I saw the trailer for that today and was uh, a little. Uh, I was like, is this real? What is this? Yes, it's complete. It happened in Georgia, like re like within the past five to ten years. Like I remember that being a news story and being like, no, this isn't real. But it was from legitimate news sources. It was a bear. Why did they not call it Scarface Bear? <sighs> I don't have a good answer for that. I feel like at that point you just call it something that sounds ludicrous, but people will talk about it, and I'm evidence that it worked. But back to Mario, which is something that matters way more than Cocaine Bear. Um. I am very interested to hear your thoughts because here's another thing about me, Jay. Um, I might have to turn in my gamer card for this, but I have never completed any mainline Mario game. I've dabbled. Wow. I've dabbled. That's, I've that's never shocking to me, actually. The only the only Nintendo IP that I've completely finished is like the first two generations of Pokemon. I've never finished a Metroid game. I've never finished a Legend of Zelda game. Um, what are some other things I'm going to get canceled for? Um, I don't know that I've ever even really dabbled in Sonic, to be honest with you. I'll give you a pass on that one. Because we, I'd say we weren't a Sega house. Uh, we weren't a video game house, really, until I was in like late, middle, early high school. Okay. Okay. So, so you've you've got a pass there because your parents were. Was it was it your parents doing, or was it just kind of you guys in general were just like, yeah, video games, whatever. It it was my parents. Um, but looking back and like having conversations with other people my age, other people my parents' age, people my age who are now parents, it definitely feels like a looking back. I know they were doing like there was absolutely zero malice. It wasn't like he's gonna grow up and not have these experiences. It was like no, we're making the decisions we think are best. Yeah, no, they were doing it for your good for yeah, sure. Completely. Yeah. No, it's that's. I respect that. Yeah. I get that. I respect it, it a lot it more is, now. It is, a, it is a hard decision. I mean, it's one of those <laughs> things where, as a, what'd you say? I said, I respect it a lot more now. <laughs> right. It, it's a lot easier. In the to moment, look. you're like, I hate you guys. Y'all suck. Well, like, I had that conversation today at work because they were like, what, ask John. He's never seen Christmas Vacation. And I was like, yeah, I've never seen it. And they're like, how have you never? I was like, yeah, I also didn't watch Nickelodeon growing up. Like, these are just giant blind spots in my pop culture knowledge. And that's just, that's fine because I have, like, I'm aware of things. Like, you want to ask me about, um, oh, what's that thing PBS had? Zoom? Before before it was a <laughs> video on, conferencing platform. Uh, wasn't that Liberty's Kids, I think, was something they had? Kids WB, big fan, uh, Saturday mornings. Um, yeah, just not Nickelodeon. Static Shock. Or, dude, Static Shock was the bomb yeah although i had the opportunity to buy a static shock pop and i instead got black hand so i couldn't fit them both back in my carry-on when we were in colorado <laughs> so um so yes the trailer for the super mario brothers movie full trailer was released i was a big fan i really liked it a lot i that's great i was one of those that gave a, a lot of people were hating on chris pratt's mario in the first teaser mm -hmm. and what i mentioned to john in that moment was it's really hard to judge 
a character based off of the little bit of dialogue that we got. Um, and I made the point, too, that we've never seen Mario as an actual character in a movie. Like, sure, he has little one-liners here and there in the video games, but we've never really seen him full dialogue. Excuse you, sir. There was that actual live-action movie during the 90s. Let's just <laughs> pretend for a minute that that didn't exist. He, Jay's follow. He's digging. We have never seen Mario as a character in a cinematic experience. <laughs> just digging in. Hmm. I think that that's for the best. Hmm. If you haven't seen that, don't. You're don't. Yeah, you're you're better off not. Um. But anyway, so so yeah. I I don't know. I'm. I'm a fan. Uh, he did have a few little, you know, classic Mario lines in the the uh, movie and the, or in the trailer rather, and you get to see a lot of what the movie's going to look like. And they really are going to be kind of throwing all of those classic Mario things in there. Like he fights Donkey Kong. Uh, he is training or something, and it looks like the two dimensional Mario where he's jumping from platform to platform. That's actually pretty cool. And then it ends and. And he is driving a go-kart that has a big M on it. And they're on Rainbow Road. What? So, I mean, they're kind of just, you know, you can tell they're just going to be throwing in like little bitty things here and there about like, hey, remember this? Remember this? So I'm I'm pretty excited. So are you hearing that having not seen it? Um, so with that, with that caveat out of the way, it's not the most educated opinion by any means. Are you a little bit concerned about this becoming a fan service movie? I'm really having to think about this question. Yeah, because you can you can do it too much is my concern. Potentially it could, but at the same time, the at least not so much the 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 um the content within the Mario universe is already so well established that they've got a lot to work with. So I don't know if it's gonna be so much fan service as that it's just gonna be the mushroom kingdom come to life. Okay. That sounds so much better. Because, <laughs> wait, Jay, I've had it. I know how the movie's going to end. I'm going to predict it now. Mario, your princess is in another castle. <laughs> I I would not be surprised be at hilarious. all. In fact, I will, I will stand up and applaud in the movie if that's what happens. I will shed a tear and go buy another Switch on the way yeah, home. Yeah, and then, and then um, yeah, Mario, like, to, to defeat Bowser, he just steps on an axe. And the bridge collapses, and then he does like the little flag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want there to be I want there to be little flags all throughout the movie, like not not frequently to where it's overdone, but like four, like maybe every time he arrives at a location. Yeah, like there's a little flag, or like how uh how we were talking about which which it was one of the Star Wars shows recently how they put the name of the planet that they went to. Yeah, the, uh, they did that in Andor. Okay. Um, how they did that, just instead of that, just make it the world one dash one, and they just have that. <laughs> I would throughout. love that. Like, that would be great. It had like I'm I'm concerned about it being fan service the movie, and I'm not even obviously like the biggest Mario fan, but here I am sitting here like no, they need to do this, and they need to do this, and they need to do this. Like you were absolutely right when you said Mario mechanics are so ingrained and they're so established. Like they're he, I'm sitting here not even as a fan. Like these are things they have to do. Oh, yeah. So I don't want to get excited for this movie. Oh, no, I, I, I definitely I mean, I don't know. It, it's it's going to be funny. It's I, it's definitely you can tell even by the trailer, it's going to be geared towards kids, obviously. Like that's the audience that they're trying to appeal to is kids. So I know there's going to be a lot of, you know, there's probably going to be a lot of slapstick humor and stuff like that. But I mean, it's going to be fun and it's going to be one like we actually it was actually really cool. We watched the trailer with so I've got two boys. One is much, much older than the other. One is 12. The other one is two. And we all three watched the trailer together. And my two year old wanted to watch it again. That's wonderful. So like it's going to be something that I think even he's going to enjoy. Yeah. Like he's going to have a fun time with it. I hope so, man. And I mean, big, big picture, other than maybe Metroid, most of Nintendo tends to trend that way. It's more or less aimed it's, at it's a younger audience, but yeah. it is done so well mechanically. Teenagers, young adults, adults, like, I don't know that there's truly an age that I would say like, oh, you play Nintendo, you're not a real gamer. Like, no, you absolutely are. Their games are very good. They are. They, yeah. they know they know what they do and they do it very well. Yes, that there is something admirable about that. Yeah, for sure. 
So I have, uh, so it, I have a oh. just a, a quick question for you talking about the Mario trailer. Sure, sure. What would you say, and this is probably not fair to put you on the spot like this, but I thought about it and now I can't not think about it. <laughs> what would you say are some of the best movie trailers you've ever seen? Oh, man. Not the, not the best movie. Obviously, you can have a good trailer for a bad movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That but, happens quite often. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking back to when I was a kid. I've got two, two stick out in my mind. Okay. okay. The first one that comes to my mind is Atlantis, the Lost Empire. Ooh, I don't know that I remember that. That trailer. So the thing about that trailer is it, it really what it was, was like the first 30 seconds of the movie. Okay. Criminally underrated so, movie. Oh, it's a great yeah. Disney animated movie. And it starts out with like this explosion in the water. And then you see like this giant tsunami and these weird flying shark looking things and the whole city's like starting to fall apart and then it goes into like it, it turns black and you hear like milo thatch the main character played by michael j fox or voiced by michael j fox is in the background talking about something and then it just flashes up the word atlantis but in atlantean that's cool and then it flips so that it looks so that you can read it in english and i remember as a kid watching that and thinking that movie looks amazing i'm so yeah. excited for that it really stood out to me as a kid all right so that's the first one that's the first one the second one is a more recent one but the force awakens I don't know that I remember that trailer either. I will definitely I, have to go back in and watch both of those. The Force Awakens trailer blew me away. And part of it might be because that I definitely was not expecting another Star Wars movie. Yeah. So to have a trailer for a new Star Wars movie. Blindsided. I was like pumped. Yeah. I long for a day where we like we receive that moment again. And I feel like it has oh, yeah. to be a in the theater on release day because that's something now like we'll talk about movies like is there an after credit scene? And I care just as much if there's an after credit scene to what trailers there are paired with the movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know um, going to the cinema, I I hate being late yeah. because I want to see the trailers. Absolutely. So I will say I have three trailers. Well, I have two trailers for sure that stand out to me as incredible, and one that I think I remember, but I want to I want to make sure it's real and I didn't make it up in my head. So that one that I'm not sure about is the audio only trailer for The Dark Knight. That first teaser that came out, whatever would have been like around Christmas 2007, before anything else, it was just audio playing on the screen, kind of stylized like the end of the movie where Lucius is standing at the the whatever the surveillance device was called. Um, so the impact of that as audio only like, oh my gosh, this movie's going to be incredible. And it was, um, number two is kind of around that same era. The first girl with the dragon tattoo trailer, cause the trailer was cool, but it had immigrant song in it by Led Zeppelin. And it just set the tone of the trailer and it didn't continue to the movie at all. Like the movie is, uh, it's a movie. I like it cause I have a soft spot for Daniel Craig. Um, I think he's a very good actor outside of being James Bond and obviously including his time as James Bond, but movie itself is, is whatever. Um, but the trailer was cool. And the third one for me was the the first trailer for Logan that had that Johnny Cash that song. It had, oh, it yes. And it was it. black and white. Yeah. Yeah. I like I remember watching that being like, this movie's going to mess me up. And it did. It really did. So those yep. those are the ones that jump out to me. That last one, especially. I, I do remember that. And I remember when the movie came out up. I was kind of hoping it was going to be black and white. Have you watched it since? I haven't. No. Okay. So it was one of the last days of our honeymoon that it had come out and we, we watched it when we were in Hilton Head because I'm, <laughs> I'm not a beach person. Um, and if you're not a beach person, why are you in Hilton Head? So we Fair watched. Question. Yeah, I know. I didn't think that one through. We we were at the movie theater and we were watching it and I was like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. And now I have that kind of association with the movie. But I think, so that would have been February. And I think for Christmas that year, I actually got like the super Blu-ray deluxe edition, whatever. And one of the bonus features on there was a black and white cut of the movie. Oh. And I have, I've never watched it. You haven't watched it? No. Oh, man. Like, oh, I, I would want to, to but like that, that movie's going to wreck me again, even though I know what's going to happen. What I don't a, like it. What? That would be really cool to see it in black and white, I think. Yeah. Mm, neat. Yeah. That was a good question. Yeah, I had, I had a lot of fun thinking about that for the like 45 seconds that I was thinking about it before I asked. 
Uh, something else in the news that I saw today that got me really excited. So we talked about this in the last episode, maybe the one before where James Gunn is now in charge of the DC universe, Mm -hmm. the cinematic universe. And, um, he released a photo of the kingdom come comic and just simply said something to the effect of I'm working hard to make this a reality. And I was like, no way. Yeah. That would be incredible. That's wild. I don't know that I'm familiar, which is exciting. Like, I respect it it as an impactful story in the DC realm, but I don't know it. it. It's an interesting story. Uh, The artwork especially is, is very interesting. Um, it's worth read. It's worth a read. If you if you like the DC universe, you know if you have respect for it or you enjoy it, I do recommend it. Um, it's different. It's a little different, but who wrote it? Was that Grant Morrison? I I can't remember. I'm sitting on my computer. I'll just look it up. I you know what? I've got it. <clears throat> I think I've got it on my Kindle actually, which is just right here beside um, me. Um, it was written by flashbanged by this Wikipedia. Um, uh, Mark Wade and Alex Ross. Oh, okay. I'm actually reading Mar- a Mark Wade run of Daredevil right now. So far, it's been really good. So that's exciting. Yeah, I like I like his stuff that I know so far. So I think it's worth checking out. And um, but that makes me very excited. I I think James Gunn is one who, even if he doesn't know a whole lot about the material when it's given to him, I think he's one who really dives deep into the research of it. Yeah. So that he knows the ins and outs of it, because he did so well with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And he did, I mean, it's not my favorite movie, but he did pretty good with Suicide Squad. Yeah, I would, I would think that. I think that's an absolutely fair way to talk about the, specifically the second Suicide Squad movie is like, is it good? Eh. Is it fun? By and large. And it, it does have that, it does feel like a Suicide Squad movie and not just oh, a we, sure. we need a team up of villains. Yes, it, it definitely felt more of a Suicide Squad movie than the first one. Yeah. Did you, but, speaking of the second one, did you watch Peacemaker at all? I watched like the first three episodes and I thought it was so dumb, I didn't f- finish it. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah i think that's fair because i heard really good things but not good enough that i was like i'm gonna pay to watch this because i don't have everybody was going nuts about it It was one of those things where like you got on twitter and everybody's like this is the best thing that's ever been done with dc and i'm like really guys come on like the dark knight exists i know it's not it's not in the same universe but like right exactly which so you know to be fair i don't think they're ever gonna top that but i don't know how they can it's so that's actually an incredible segue jay um speaking of getting on twitter and this is the best ip these people have ever made um let's dive into andor a little bit andor i i said i needed to get on the record about something before we got going jay i'm doing that right now i have been confession booth yes i have been borderline antagonistic for andor um due to my again borderline antagonistic opinion of rogue one and i have tried really hard to give andor a fair shot I have seen people on Twitter saying this might be the best Star Wars IP ever made, not since Empire, ever made, which is a bold statement. I've seen people say this is the this like this is how to generate like interest and intrigue because there is no force, there is no lightsabers, there is no Skywalker saga looming over you, which is, you know, kind of one of the big critiques of the sequel trilogy especially. Um and with all of that, that actually really turns me off from watching something because I'm like there's no force, there's no Jedi, what makes it not just regular sci-fi so i tried to watch it a couple of well probably about a month month and a half ago and this show starts so slowly I stopped and I regret it. So we were texting earlier today of let's set up our our time. We're going to record. We're going to talk about Andor. And I'm just like, oh, no. How am I going to defend having not watched it? Uh, I guess I'll give it another go. Jay, in the time that I got home today, I watched like four and a half episodes. Once it grabs you, it does not let go. No, it does not. Yeah. So that is my now ringing endorsement as somebody who is like halfway through it. I am very intrigued. And I know Andy Serkis is in it in some of the later episodes because that got put on Twitter. And I was like, what? Andy Serkis is in something else too? Yeah. What has he not been in? So he's been in Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, MCU, King Kong, Planet of the Apes. Like if you have done a digital heavy. Did you say Lord of the Rings? Yes. If you've you've done a digital heavy movie. The Hobbit since 2000 there's like a 60 percent chance he was in king it. kong mm-hmm. was he an avatar somewhere no no he was not <clears throat> that is like the one thing he wasn't in well i mean that new one comes out in like two weeks so i have oh rise of the planet of the apes 
that he... that's getting a that's getting another uh, trilogy, I believe, which I'm super excited about. I haven't seen any of the new ones, man. Oh man, they're are they, so are they good? good. Okay. Oh, they're great. Okay, I'll have to add those to the list of movies people are going to shame me into watching. <laughs> <laughs> Make it one of your Tuesday night things, dude. We are in what could be the best category we've ever picked right now. We are in best bad movie. Ooh. So yesterday, I catch a lot of flack for this because people love this movie. Yesterday, we watched the Tim Burton, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Ugh. Not a great movie, and I will say that, but it's fun. Like It's, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. And I say that with incredible confidence. But the first best it's bad about Eternals. That is, yeah, oh god, goodness. The the first movie we watched for best bad movie was Face Off. <laughs> if you're unfamiliar with with Face Off, dear listener and or viewer, um, 1997, Nicolas Cage, John Travolta, and in case that doesn't do it for you, they swap faces. So the whole movie is Nicolas Cage playing John Travolta's character and John Travolta playing Nicolas Cage's character. And it is wild. It is so entertaining. Man, Nicolas Cage. He's got a Western that's actually coming out soon. And I'm super excited about that. Really? Yeah. Like, I, I rag on Nicolas Cage, but, like, I do think that he's a very talented actor. I just think he goes a little bit too hard sometimes. Sometimes. Like, literally the first scene of Face Off where he is dressed like a priest and he is, like, twerking on somebody. It's so over the top. It's so 90s. Oh, my goodness. So, anyway, back to Andor. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Andor. I am invested. Well, I, I'm glad to hear that, actually. And I'm going to go ahead and say it's my own fault that I haven't watched it yet. So if you want to talk completely spoiler-filled, I'm on board. Because, yeah. similarly to my opinion of Rogue One, we know Cassian's going to make it. There are certain other smattering of characters in this who I assume have plot armor. And everyone else, I don't really care about. Yeah, honestly, the only two characters that we know for sure are going to make it are Cassian and Mon Mothma. Right. And that's pretty much it. Everybody else is, you know... Up for debate. They could totally... Eat it. Yes. B- bite it, I guess, is more of a... Bite it, ...accepted yes. colloquialism for that. So, um, yeah, we could go... You, you know, honestly, I, I think I'm I'm good with, with going... Um, no spoilers, just okay. so that you can continue watching it as well. That is very gracious of you. you do yeah, well, I, I think I think it's worth doing, and also for me that I mean that kind of feeds into my review of this show. Okay, is like I really think if let let me let me give you my pitch. Okay, so and and I'll start with this because I think this is fair to start out with saying Rogue One. I feel like is the best Star Wars movie that Disney has made comfortably i don't even like it and look at its competition (laughs) since disney has had control of star wars rogue one is the best thing that they've done and rogue one for me is one of my favorite star wars movies i love it and i like it so much part of the reason is because there is so little force influence there is so little uh jedi influence that's just not something we've really ever seen before in a Star Wars movie. So to have very, very minimal force usage in a Star Wars movie, it was unique and I enjoyed it. I really did. Um, You know, a lot of people were like, well, this is kind of dumb that they made a whole movie just to fill in a plot hole. And I was like, yeah, I I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying, (laughs) but at the same time, it is a really good story. Yeah. And I, I fully enjoyed it. So, that being said, I really like Andor. Okay. Part of the reason is because Cass was a really cool character. So to be able to see his character fleshed out really makes me excited to see that. And this season definitely delivers that and showing you his background, showing you where he came from, how he got to where he is, why he does what he does. Um, I really like, I really, really like that he is that shoot first, ask questions later. And he does that throughout the entire season. So what you're saying and I is fully enjoy it. What you're saying is Cass shot first. Oh, without a doubt, he <laughs> shot first. He didn't even let the person finish, Ouch. and he shot him. Ouch. Yes, 
I will so, say it's, um, it's important to say, Jay, and you, you casually mentioned this um, a little bit talking about it just then. This season, this season is now a, an entity. Um, season two is confirmed for everyone who, who might not have caught that when it was announced, which I'll be honest, did play into my reasoning of, hey, I might need to watch this. Because, I mean, I know Disney is kind of in the basis of like, this is going all right. We'll give it another season, Um, mainly looking at, you know, Loki. But I don't know. Um, I'm excited, man. What what this series is introducing is the you're really getting to see the groundwork being laid out for the rebellion. You're getting to see how all the pieces kind of moved in just the right order at just the right time for this rebellion to even exist. Um, and you're you're really getting to see too, like how really kind of just how messed up and crooked and cruel the empire is Mm -hmm. and how power hungry they are. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And they do a very good job of having you realize the empire is very bad. Like if you had, if you were an empire sympathizer at all before this show, after the show, you are like, okay, the empire is pretty bad. I will say, I like how that has come up across different um, Star Wars bits and pieces in the time, like as they've branched away from the main trilogy or the main series, because um, Bill Burr's character in The Mandalorian, he talks about his experiences having been a trooper and he's like, this was horrible and I hated it and here's why. Um, Tales of the Jedi, when that guy rats out Ahsoka, he just kills everyone. The Inquisitor comes in and just wipes everybody. And um, I mean, even Fallen Order did that to an extent, mm-hmm. talking about like the, the Kashyyyk plot. So I... I feel like it's one of those, like, if you were just watching this, like, if you had just watched Skywalker Saga, and then you're like, you know what, I'm going to pick something else, I'm going to pick Andor. It's not subtle. It's not subtle, it's dark, um, and it's definitely geared more for adults. It's really not geared more, it's 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 not geared for kids. It doesn't have that shininess to it, you know, that, that makes the kids go, ooh, yeah, I want to keep watching this. Like, it's very dialogue-driven. Um, and it's a, it's a drama. I mean, it's a, it's a, a political drama in some ways. Um, and it, you know, cause you, you're really having to understand, like, it's one of those things, like, for example, I tried to watch it one night and my two year old was kind of out in the living room playing and my wife was doing some things in the kitchen and there was just way too much noise going on. And I was like, I, you really have to focus on this show. It's yeah. not something you can just have in the background. Like you've really got to focus on what's being said. And um, I don't know. Uh, there's so much I want to talk about, but at the same time, I don't want to spoil anything. Oh, I will can. say it's perfectly fine. Uh, there is a character in the show, which I love. He's played by. Um, um, oh, what's what is his name? It's driving me nuts. The guy that plays Luthen. Um, he was the dad in Pirates of the Caribbean. Why do I feel like I should know who that is? Um, Oh, so I'm on man, I'm on the is... Wikipedia right now and I'm trying to just ping names that I know. Sarsgard is that his Stellan last name? Sarsgard? Yes. Oh yeah. I liked that character. His character. I don't know him super well yet. He hasn't been quite a quite a big player, but I mean okay, so I, his... I do like Stellan Sarsgard. He was uh he was in Thor. Yeah, he was in Thor too. That's yeah. right. I forgot. Very minor character, but he was there. Um, Can I tell you but, the most random thing I remember him from, Jay? What's that? Do you remember that like 2005 King Arthur movie with Clive Owen and Kiera Knightley and that guy who was the first Mr. Fantastic? Yeah, yeah. He was the villain. Oh, huh. Yeah. I. You know, the last time I saw that movie was 2005. in 2005. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I went through a phase in uh, 2005 where that was like my favorite movie. Yeah, I could, I could, I mean, it, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, um, it was not good. A, it was fun. No, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> It was a summer blockbuster thing. Absolutely. That, you know, you went, you watched, you're like, oh, yeah, that was neat. Yeah, that, that was a movie. Yeah. Um. Anyway, his character, there's one scene where he has this long, like, monologue type of thing, and he's talking to this uh, Empire uh, deserter, and he's talking to him, or spy, rather. He's, like, uh, working on the inside for them, and he has this long drawn out thing and just the way he's standing his posture the way he's talking the clothes that he's wearing i think he may have been a jedi at one point i you know he's got well and there's just so this i wouldn't consider this like a spoiler or anything because it does happen somewhat early in the show to the point that i've already seen it but early in the show as a down payment for his services he gives Cass a kyber crystal 
Right. As soon as that yeah, happened, that I was too. like, uh, I was because I was watching. Meg hadn't got home at that point yet, so I was just like pointing at the TV, like it's a, it's, it's, it's a daggone kyber crystal, and a, a big one. Yeah, it was <laughs> sizable. And then in a later episode, there's a scene where he has this um thing that gets like he's like getting patted down and somebody pulls it off of him it looks like it could be a lightsaber hilt except it's made out of wood and i thought for a split second i was like that might be a lightsaber but is made out of some sort of wood instead of the classic like metal so i really think either he he was a jedi or he was he, like Jedi was, adjacent. Maybe he was a Jedi and then left the order, possibly. I'm not sure, but I get I get those vibes from him. So it was never revealed for sure in this season, but I could see that possibly coming up in the future. That would be cool. Yeah. Although that would kind of go right in the face of there's no force, there's no Jedi, we don't need it to generate drama. Yeah, but at least he's like a grumpy Jedi. Like, he's not all like, oh, yeah, use the Force. May the Force be with you. Woohoo! He's like, I hate everybody, yeah. and I'm going to punch you in the face. When you, I don't know why, just because of how weird my brain is. When you were like, he's a grumpy Jedi, in my head, it immediately went, he's an angry elf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's one of those South Pole Jedis. <laughs> it's just like him and Ahsoka. Like, oh my gosh, like we're, we are, but we're not, and we're not happy about it. Like, man, yeah, that's funny. So, uh, I would give this series. I honestly, as far as the series as a whole, I'll be honest, I like it better than Mandalorian, and I like it way better than Boba Fett. Oh, I don't think that's a competition. I've only seen half of it, and it's a better show than the Book of Boba Fett. So I am, as far as rating goes, I know John can't rate it because he's only watched half the season. But from what I've seen, I'm I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a solid eight out of ten. Okay, I'm I'm content to give it a six already with what I've seen. Um, and kind of like you said, it is at absolute worst for me. I'll call it the. Ooh, this is this is close. I think it's the second best season of a live action Star Wars show. No, that's not true. I liked Obi Wan better. It was not good. I liked it better. Um, it's the third best. It is Mandalorian season one, Obi Wan, and or Mandalorian season two, Book of Boba Fett for me. Okay. Am I missing one? I feel like I'm missing one. Uh, if you are, then it's obviously very forgettable, and that pretty much sums it up. Ouch! That is a <laughs> harmful truth. I mean, live action, you know, I guess we could throw animated in there, um, you know, which I think the only animated thing they've, well, let's see, they've done Bad Batch and then that last season of Clone Wars. And Tales of the Jedi. Oh, and Tales of the Jedi, which Tales of the Jedi was fantastic. It, oh, absolutely. So good. I, yeah. I wanted more. I, Actually, what I wanted was a, a a Dooku movie. Yes, 100%. Or like a, a whole, like, I would be satisfied with like a whole trilogy of just him like how he got started and like how he ended up where he was. Like, I would love to see that Okay, live action. If you had to pick and you don't have to pick because it's hypothetical, but if you did, if you, if you had to, if Disney came to you and they said, Jay, we have these two ideas for a show and we're only going to make one of them and we're going to make it based on your recommendation. Is it going to be good? Would you, uh, ugh, you're, you're the, sh- you are now the show. <laughs> like in, you in, have the creative in theory, vision. we'll say, yes, it's going to be good. It'll be amazing. Okay. Theoretically, you're in charge to direct it how you how you want. Uh, okay. All right. I like this. So, would you rather have a fleshed out young Dooku story? Every realistically, everything up until Episode Two, so you can take and leave what you want from Tales of the Jedi, and you can flesh out what you want and don't don't want. Or would you rather have Boba Fett between Clone Wars and Empire? I gotta go with Dooku. I think that's completely fair. Yeah. <laughs> I personally I love a good Western and I feel like that's what a bounty hunter would be like. So I'm I'm like fifty five, forty five Boba Fett, but when I say it is close because Tales of the Jedi was so good, man. That's hard. Yeah. That's a hard question. That's I mean, that's what Book of Boba Fett should have been, man. It should have been good and it wasn't, and I'm sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Whatever they're doing with Star Wars now, whoever they put in charge, which they put, what they did was, is they gave uh, the the writer and director of Rogue One, they said, hey, make this Andor series. Yeah. And, I mean, it totally makes sense because they did so well with Rogue One and they're, yeah, I don't know. I mean, everything about, it, you know, there's, I'm thinking of like little things. Oh, have you, uh, have you had fun like picking out all the stuff in the uh, shop that he owns? The, the little, like, the little uh, shop that Mon oh, Mothma keeps oh, going to. right. Um, I've only been in it once. 
Okay. So, I mean, the big the big thing the first time you see it is obviously the Mandalorian armor. Um, and then the armor from Force Awakens. But I've, I've been or, trying uh, to look. Uh, Force Unleashed. The armor from the, Force Unleashed? Yeah, the Sith the Sith armor from the Force Unleashed is in that shop. Oh, I'll see. I'll have to go back in and see that. I also. And then there's a there's a Gungan shield. That's cool. And uh, there are replicas of um, the Jedi holocron and the Sith holocron. So okay, that, they're cool. they're not actual ones because they're really big, right? So they're replicas, but it's really cool or, to see that too. Or they're just like like the terabyte of holocrons. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's like it's the, the holocron Britannica or something. It's the Xbox Series X of holocrons. It's <laughs> outstanding. The graphics on this thing are wild. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know. Going forward, do you think we'll get to see like? vader or the emperor i'm thinking the emperor might show up at some point that's so tricky because i mean at this point part of the charm has to be how adjacent it is to the main plot without ever actually like hitting it like without grabbing one of those main plot people right so i think if they do i want to think it would be like tarkin yeah i i am i actually said that in the like second or third episode with my son i was like i could see them bringing tarkin into this yeah at some point but gosh, who I feel like if you're gonna do that with Tarkin, there has to be someone on the rebel side other than like Mon Mothma. I mm, do you wanna know who would be a lot of fun to have as a as a tie-in character in season two of Andor, who I think is confirmed for his own show? Oh existing in this same time period. Yeah. Lando. That would I could see that. That would happening. be a lot of fun, actually. Donald Glover's it Lando would. is the best part of solo and it's not close. Yeah, I could see that. That would be fun. That would be neat. And it would fit. Yeah, I'd be down with that. Yeah. So Jay, to to recap, um, Jay, having seen the complete show, big fan, um, recommends that you watch the complete show. And uh, me, having seen half of the show, where am I at? I've seen five episodes, five of okay, 12. Okay, so you're, you're just about halfway. Yeah. Uh, I also am now coming around to recommending you power through the beginning of the show. Yeah, you really, it, you're, John's right. The first, I would say like two and a half episodes are pretty daggum slow. Like they're they take a long time for anything to happen, but once it picks up pace, it really, like you said, it captures you, and it's hard to you know you're you're ready for the next episode. You're yeah. like, oh man, I want to find out what happens next. Oh, so another thing, another just theory that I have about the whole thing. I think either I think Mon Mothma's family. I think they're going to be killed at some point. Oh, I think that's going to be. That's I think that's going to be the thing that's going to push him over the push her over the edge and make her just completely like not even hesitate to rebel. She's just going to be like, nope, to I'm get, done. To get We're her done where she this. is in rebels. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think because I mean it's sure she could have a family in the background that we don't ever know about, but at the same time, there's nothing so far in any anything canon that she has a family. Yeah, so I could see something like that being the case. Man, that'd be a bummer, but, like, everything ever, if you're, like, a, a protagonist's family, deuces, like. Also, somebody needs to shoot Karn. He looks like he's about to cry in every single scene. Is that her husband? No, that's that the, uh, is. the wimpy, like, guy, uh, the, he was, like, the investigator guy that was, like, really skinny oh, in his oh, suit. Oh, oh. His uniform was, like, super fitting. I hated that guy. Oh, man, he's awful. But Does he, he looks worse? like he's going to cry in every single scene. I That was another reason why I didn't watch the show. His character is so off-putting. It, and it just gets worse. In the first episode. Because we all, know, we all know that guy. We all know that guy who, like, I am so, like, uptight and by the book, and my boss told me not to do something, but I have to cross my T's and dot my I's, and I'm going to do it even though he told me not to. No! Just don't. Just, yeah. Just don't. It's, it's, ugh. Man, now he, I'm not excited. Somebody needs to go ahead and shoot him. Now I'm not excited. You saying he gets worse. He starts off bad. Yeah. Man, it's upsetting. Yeah. Anyway, so go check it out. Disney Plus, not a sponsor. If only. And, um, and yeah, enjoy it. If you like Star Wars, you're going to love this. Well, within, I mean, you know, there's if you, that chance if you that like you're Rogue wrong One, and you don't like it. If you if you vibe real hard with Rogue One, yeah, this this will have this is your cup of tea. It's your kettle oh, of yeah. tea. It, it is straight up your alley. <laughs> yeah. If you enjoyed Rogue One, you're gonna love this. If you were kind of on the fence about Rogue One, I you, there's a possibility you're still gonna enjoy it. I think especially if you're a, an adult and you love Star Wars, I think you're going to enjoy this because it is definitely geared more for adults. 
Yeah, I think yeah, um, I would I would think that. But yeah, it's uh it's 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 good. Uh, I got nothing but good things to say about it. That's exciting. I need more things in my life that like even I well I mean I have criticisms because I'm me, but like hearing someone say I only have good things is so refreshing because I'm not that person and I need to have more people like that in my life. Uh but <laughs> steering away from from Andor, uh other than that, what have you been up to? Uh other than that, we did watch the first few episodes of the Santa Claus series on disney plus um you sound hesitant it's, yeah it's um it is a television it's really show. not very good at all and, and there's a lot of weird there, there's just a lot of different storylines going on okay and i don't know i don't really know what to make of it it, it the other thing i don't like is i wish they had just released all the episodes at once but they've done it like once a week i mean they've done that with everything though well, and, and see, that's the thing, though, is they haven't done that with the kids' stuff. So that's why it kind of confuses me, because the kids' stuff, they've been releasing, like, all at once. Did they did they do that with the Mighty Ducks show? Oh, I have no or idea. Or is that that's... episodic? Yeah, I, I didn't watch, I didn't watch okay. that. Because I figured that would be kind of the, the parallel they would be looking for with the Santa Claus show. Yeah. So, I, I but yeah, it's, um, yeah, we were all kind of like, eh. Bummed. Well, we've gotten three episodes into this. I guess we got to finish it now. How many has it been released? How many episodes of the season is? I haven't even looked it up. Oh, all right then. I'm I'm guessing. I mean, we've got 25 days till Christmas at this point, at the time of this recording. So I'm guessing they're gonna release one episode a week, maybe up until, up until Christmas, and then maybe one on Christmas. Maybe. If I were making a Christmas themed show, that is what I would do. I would have two episodes come out the weekend of Thanksgiving. I would do one per week until Christmas. I would do one on Christmas. Hey, but John, guess what? Did, did they run it past you? They didn't run it past okay, me. They didn't ask me. So they didn't ask us. Oh, man, they should have. Ah. A great idea. It'd be thousand airs. We could be just Disney consultants. <laughs> or 10.99 for like 12 cents. <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, um, they've released some stuff that they could have used it. I think that's fair. That is very fair. So if I go to IMDb and I go to the Santa Clauses, which is what this is called. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Tim Allen is in six episodes, so there are three more episodes. So going by that, then that means that one was probably released today, which means one, two. So it'll be going up to the 14th. Bold. <laughs> to stop a show like that right before Christmas. Yeah. Who knows? It's a, it's interesting to say the least. I So far, I give it a two. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. I almost it's, watered my phone, which would not have gone it's well. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, but uh, other than that, I uh, really haven't been up to a whole lot. What about you, John? <sighs> well, it is with tremendous regret. I say I've been putting a lot of time into Call of Duty. And I say that with tremendous regret because I can't speak to how it has been performing on consoles, but I have crashed so many times playing this game on PC. And yet you still keep I trying. I still play it, man. It's a problem. It's fun they, to play they've with got friends. You. Look, line and sinker. I, I tell you what, though, Jay. I've been so close. Because I, I, I like Call of Duty. It's fun. I need a single-player game to like decompress and just kind of enjoy. Because Call of Duty, like things are always happening. And there's that little bit of stress, right? Like Things are always happening. And I don't love that. And a single-player game, I can go at my own pace. And I can enjoy. Like There are side missions. There are no side missions in Call of Duty multiplayer player it's just it's just play 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 i've been so close to getting gotham knights and i haven't done it i've been very close to getting uh marvel's midnight suns which i think comes out this week next week sometime soon i don't know obviously i haven't done it because i don't know when it comes out and all of these things talking about these new games that are coming out do you want to know the game that i'm like i should play that dagum assassin's creed 2 <laughs> this like like 14 year old game I'm like oh yeah i should see how that looks in 4k yeah do that why <laughs> Why not? <laughs> That's yeah. Why yeah? I mean, if it's there and you've got it, you might as well try to play it. That's the thing, especially though. if you've never played it before. I would have to buy it again. Uh, I played it on the 360. I think I 100%ed it actually. So I would have to like buy it through Steam, and I'm going to I'm going to open Steam so I can see how much this game would be because I I bet it's like like 20 bucks, and I don't know that I want to spend 20 bucks on a game. I can go to GameStop and pay like five dollars for. It. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I don't know. As far as the gaming thing goes, I, I really haven't been playing games all that much. Um, 
I picked back up uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla because they have the final chapter out. And then they also have a crossover story uh, that really? links to Assassin's Creed Mirage. Okay, I, I did know Mirage. I thought they were going to tie something else in. Yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of excited about that to play that. Yeah. Um, because I am excited about Assassin's Creed Mirage. and uh, But I've, I've decided that I'm not going to buy any more games until I get a new system. Or, or at least not any newer games Fair. until I have a new system. Fair. Because I want to see everything in its truest form. And you don't want to get cyberpunked. Exactly. I and mean, that's probably the, the biggest thing, right, is a game can be made to be cutting edge on a new console, and it is uh, not cutting edge on a previous generation. So, Kind of like when they, uh, if you, I, don't, I don't know if you're ever on Instagram or any of those uh, the reels on YouTube, but like when they've got like the, uh, the, the theme playing from Avengers and it's like incredible. And then it switches to something that's like a bunch of overweight guys oh, no. dressed up like the Avengers. That and it's like kazoos playing the music from <laughs> Avengers. I've never seen that. That sounds so funny, but it would hurt my feelings. And, and it's like, that's exactly what I imagine these new games would be on an older console where it's just like, so not, would you not what you were hoping for no not at all would you be trending more towards the xbox or the playstation i you know honestly i want the playstation but it's so hard to come by so there's a part of me that wants actually that's considering going the steam deck Ooh. option because then i've heard a lot of good things about it to be honest with i've you. had i've heard a lot of really good things yeah. as well and then, and then I can get everything at some point. At some point, yeah. Because you know, Sony has said they're going to release their exclusives on PC. There is, though, I will, I will warn you with this. There is a tremendous delay. So, like, God of War Ragnarok came out a couple of weeks ago to a lot of fanfare, and everything I've heard is it's a very good game. The first God of War game released for the PS4, I've heard exclusively flawless things about. Like, it is an incredible game, and that obviously that wasn't a launch title for the PS4, but it's been out for like three to five years now, and it just made it to PC in like spring. Yeah. So yeah, it'll make it, but like like PC just got the the original Spider Man game from PS4 like two months ago, and I don't know that we have Miles Morales yet. I think they've released that now too. Okay, that's that's a much quicker turnaround because that was like a PS5 launch game or something. So that's actually that's exciting. So I I would encourage you, um, as a fellow Steam user, I would love that. Um, but I'm definitely curious to see which which way you end up going. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Maybe see what big deals they have Ooh, coming up. I love deals. See if they have any PlayStations even available. I, I heard a lot That'll of people were getting them like factor. Black Friday, like recently. Yeah. They're actually the most available they've ever been right now. Well, that's good to hear. I mean, it's not like they could be the least available they've ever been. They were impossible to find for retail for like three years. Yeah. At one point, they were just not available. So <laughs> It was like them, hand sanitizer, and toilet paper, the COVID trifecta. That's that's it. You were man. If you had all three of those, you were making it. I was about to say you didn't need anything else. You needed a lot else. <laughs> oh, well, uh, with that, I believe that wraps that's it up. That's about it for me. So next episode, we are going to be doing the holiday special, Guardians of the Galaxy Heart, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Whew, yeah, uh, that's what we're going to be doing next, and uh, that will wrap up our uh, December. And then we'll be back for January. Uh, no idea what we're going to review beginning of January. I'm sure we'll but, come up uh, with something. Eventually, we've got uh, Quantum Mania. Oh, I'm, so, so, I'm so scared for that movie. Me too. I'm so scared for Paul Rudd in that movie. I'm yes, that that is what yeah, I'm scared. We'll, of. we'll talk about that more as time goes on. We need to. I'm, yeah. I'm going. I'm rabbit holing again. I'm so bad about that. Well, thank you for tuning in. Uh, John and I will be back with you in two weeks. But until then, nerd out.